Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 22 of the Searchcast. We are now Brett Pesci episodes into the podcast. This is presented by Primal X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. I am your host, as always, Zach Martin. And for the first time, we actually have a unofficial, officially co-host of the show until you know season two. But you know, why not get the ball rolling and get her acclimated into her host role? We got the one and only Bailey Curtis. Bailey, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Um, it's a, it's been a long day, so <laughs> very yeah. long day. How are you? Uh good. It also been a long day. I had to do. I had to watch like a three and a half hour like home homeowners like video course thing. I had to do because we're work, currently working on uh, closing on a house, so we had to, I had to do that as part of like our process so sounds yeah. like a blast <laughs> oh it was a, yeah it's like oh yeah i'll take about two to three hours three and a half hours later and i think i knocked out the because it was like 60 percent of the way through after about like two about almost three hours i'm like forget this i'm like i just power read the rest of it <laughs> to get <laughs> I don't to get, blame you yeah i think i, I think i completed the last like 30 or 40 percent of that in like less than like 45 minutes i'm like i've, I've been here way too long and it's my only day off until probably like next week so I'm there like, we yeah. go <laughs> yeah time time to power through it but uh no good other than that uh caught part of the game last night you know, you know we're recording on thursday game one of the Stanley cup final was last night so oh uh, yeah what a beauty by andre burakovsky yeah that was, <laughs> not to get away from kane's hockey but no, oh my gosh yeah that was an insane game up three one after the first three three after two going to ot and it's just like everyone's sweating bullets but no yeah. you know it, interesting stat that and i hope i'm getting this right that i kind of remember from last night is this is the first time in their three-year cup run where Tampa Bay has uh, been trailing by two. Wow. Well, so just <laughs> goes go, to then. show what a powerful team Colorado is. I'm hoping and praying they make it through. So yeah. they deserve a cup after freaking 21 years. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, in part of my NHL bracket, it was Kane's avalanche and it was Kane's and seven, but you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, at least I got one of the teams right in the right. cup final, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for for them to get one, that'd be kind of cool to see. They deserve it with all this, you know, that long and ridiculous rebuild they've been oh, in and stuff like yeah. that. It's just, it's kind of time for them, but you know, the hurricanes, we thought this was the year that was a really special team. Stuff happens when you're kind of banged up in the playoffs. Yeah. It, it, it huh. 
special teams goes a little cold, but you know what? Are we surprised? <laughs> yeah. At least uh, I'm not surprised about the power play anyway. The penalty ki- penalty kill was a little bit of a letdown, but you know. I mean, yeah, when you well, when you take so many penalties in round one, you kind of get tired after a while and you kind of start losing a lot of your momentum with you know how good they are on the five on five. So it's it's one of those things where it didn't really work out too well. But I mean, there's like, you know, we got a really good young core. We have a lot, oh, yeah. of, you know, I'm excited for what's going to happen. I don't envy Don Waddell right now because when you nope. look at when you look at the contracts that are currently left, because this episode today is going to be just like us going over the UFAs and RFAs of the Hurricanes, you know, where they kind of sit in cap space, where some of the guys are kind of sitting with who's actually signed for next year beyond looking at uh, like what we're looking at next year in terms of contracts, what's available, stuff like that. And uh, and they're basically deciding, do we want this guy back or not want back? So it's going to mm-hmm. be a little interesting uh, interesting experiment that we're going to go through today. And being like, all right, who is going to be with the Hurricanes next year? Especially with, you know, Chicago Wolves are putting a little bit of a wrinkle on the process of like, oh, look, we're going to the Calder Cup final. Yep. The, the wagon tour continues with Jack Drury and just Josh Levo and you know, Poltrowski. Yoder Kachekov, absolutely yeah. killing it with the hype. Yeah, the, the celebrations are great. But like the fact that Petrovsky, Drury, and Levo are all averaging over a point a game and stuff like that. And it's just those three. You could definitely, I have a feeling that we're going to see a combination of those guys and probably Jalen Shaffield with the Hurricanes next year. But it's just. That'll be interesting to see once preseason rolls around in training camp to see if any of those guys do break the roster. Yeah, it's definitely be really interesting. The fact when you look at the guys we kind of have right now, just going through, you know, cap friendly, um, great resource for all the stuff we're going to be doing today. So yes. right now, the current the Hurricanes are currently at a sixty three point one uh, projected cap hit, which basically gives them nineteen point three seven five or nineteen point four if you want to round up in terms of cap space. Um, and you're looking at fourteen guys on the roster sign of the twenty three. And then you have 28 of 50 contracts signed. So it's um, very, very interesting for the fact that you have about, what, nine roster spots open Yep. with 19.3 million in the cap. So uh, do not envy Don Waddell. No, at all. no, no. <laughs> because because we need, like, just, just go through the names real quick of the guys who are going to be available. Uh, you know, you have Steven Lorenz, who's an RFA. Martin Nietzsche is an RFA. Then you have Max Domi, Nito Niederreiter, Derek Stepan, and Vincent Trocek are all UFAs. And that's just our forward core. And then you look at the defense. You got uh, Ethan Bear and Tony D'Angelo as RFAs. And then Ian Cole and Brandon Smith are both UFAs. So, like, we have right now, per cap friendly, we have four defensemen signed for next season at a 15.337. Um, and one of those is Jalen Chatfield. Yep, one of those is Jalen <laughs> Chatfield and his seven hundred sixty-two thousand five hundred dollar contract, which he p- takes up like 09 percent of the cap. But when you have like Jacob Slavin and Brady Shea both taking up six point four with a five point three to five point two five, you know, and then looking at the forward, you have about eight forwards signed at thirty-seven point one. Uh, and it's you know Sebastian Ajo take up ten percent of the cap with like eight point four million, Andre at seven point seven at nine four uh, nine point four percent, and then it's, you know Tavo at five point four for two more years. Josh Barry Cook and Yemi's got to have his new contract of four point eight. 
Jesper Foss has got two million on on his uh, last year of his contract going into the next season. Yeah. Martin, yeah, Martin Nuka one point eight for the next two, and then Seth Jarvis is in his year two of his three year ELC. Jordan Stahl, the captain, six million in his last year. So we have two Fords next year, just with Foss and Jordan Stahl in their last year of the contract, taking about eight million dollars. So it's like, what's your initial thoughts? Just going through that list real quick. You know, when everyone knows what their goalies, we are, they're in their last year of their contracts as well. They're taking about six million uh, with Freddie and um, Antti Ranta. Like, what are your initial thoughts looking at the roster and what we're looking at, even with like the cap space that we do have going into the next season? I mean, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, just talking about the forwards really quickly first, just the fact that if you take the differentiation of RFA and UFA out of it, we've got six spots to fill. Yeah. And that's it, like, that's no spot you kind of want to be in. And then you add in the four guys that we need to worry about on defense when you only have just under 19.4 million to work with. It's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. Um, but if you kind of look at it too, um, I mean, this team has never been like a one, two, three man heavy kind of team. There's yeah. not like the most kind of cap percentage that one player is taking up is Sebastian Ajo with 10.3%. Like yeah. it, it's not a lot when you look at guys like, I mean, Alex DeBrinkets, who literally just expired. Um, you look at uh, Mick Jesus, you, you look at like all those guys who are literally just like you take two like guys like that away from the team and there's nothing. Yeah. Like, like our, our, our talent is very, very spread out between our core and so i think that's what don waddell and rod brendan were going to use to their advantage when they're looking at people to resign is yes something that i was just recently talking to a friend about on twitter uh he was kind of asking like my checklist for what we need to take care of in the in the off season obviously my <laughs> first point was nino nina Ryder. we need to resign that man but Same, yeah um, it like one of my big points was I would like to see if we can afford it, Carolina, uh, acquiring a big scorer, like a 40 goal, 40 plus goal scorer. Um, and oh, yeah. It, yeah, it, like, it, sure. it's definitely hard to fill six spots on your kind of forward list when you have six, six guys to worry about, you got four on defense and you want to use one of those spots to get one of those scores who are probably making way more than Andre Sveshnikov, uh, Sebastian Ajo type caliber players. Yeah. Like looking through the available fours coming up. Thank you to cap friendly for being an absolute, just godsend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, it's like taking a quick gander at who's going to be UFA's coming up. If Ganny Malkin is on top of this list, mm-hmm. like with his with his nine point five, uh, you're looking at. I would even say Claude Giroux. Phil Kessel is going to be UFA, and he's eight million. Patrice Bergeron. Don't know what's going to happen with him. This is a guy I would love for the Hurricanes to go after, but you know his you know, like the fact that he put up 115 points last season. There's no way you're getting him for 6.75. Johnny Goudreau is Johnny also hockey. He's also going to be a UFA. I would not. I would not be upset. I wouldn't be mad if if they splash the cash to get Johnny Goudreau. 
that is a guy with 40 goals, 75 assists, 1.4 points per game, plus minus of 64. I mean, we don't really take plus minus to much of an effect, but, you know, it's more of like a context stat, really. Right. But then, like, 262 shots, 18 and a half minutes of time on ice. Like, yeah, 6.75, that's very underrated for – that's very – like low for a guy like him for but, a player of that caliber oh my gosh yeah yeah i would um yeah for him like i would love to be able to get him he's 28 left winger he's a left-handed shot and the, he played in every game last year this past season too it's like i would not be upset against someone like him but you're looking at probably a good eight Eight to nine million per season, and then that leaves you with ten million across the entire roster to work yeah, with, and that's, that's not nearly enough. <laughs> no, and then that's the thing that, like I said, it would be nice to have giant hockey, but then you're talking like you said, you got about what five extra spots to go. No, sorry, eight, seven or eight other spots that you're assigned to about maybe ten million with. That's going to be really hard. So, like I said, Johnny Gaudreau would be a great addition. Uh, Louis Erickson, not really. I mean, he's available, but I'm not really. Philip Forsberg from Nashville, he's 27, also a left winger, 84 points last year, 42 goals, 42 assists. He's at six million. That wouldn't be a bad pickup either. I mean, no, no. I, I mean, and say, of course, it's not like one of those huge names we might be looking for. Right. But when you're looking, at, like you, you got to work with what you got. And yeah. I feel like six mil, that's probably uh, other than the Nino signing that we have to worry about. Um, it, like it's, I feel like that it's not a bad deal at no, all. No, no. 84 points in 69 games, 1.22 points per game, 226 shots, just a tad for 18 minutes for time on ice for six million. I could see him going for about seven million if you really want to up it up a little bit. Yes, he's probably he is two years younger than Nino, um, and and he mostly plays left wing when Nino does left and right. If it somehow worked out to where maybe you don't bring a Vincent Trocheck back, but you somehow work out a deal to maybe get like you know a Philip Forsberg and a Nino Nino Ryder, I wouldn't be upset because the fact that Nino could play both sides of the wings, but you have Philip Forsberg as your left, having those two on the same line together with let's say. Uh, Kakaniemi as your as your two C, it wouldn't really be a bad line to have when you have Forsberg, no. KK, and Nino. No, that wouldn't be bad at all, especially no. in that. That's one thing. I mean, not that it's on topic for this particular podcast, but to see KK move up to that two C, especially with line mates like that, would be incredible. Oh, for sure. Like I said, we'll get into free agency and all that when it gets up there. But we're just taking a quick look at you know upcoming ufas there is a good list to have in terms of okay who is potentially on the board that the hurricanes maybe go after because let's say you take up 13 of that 19 you know like you know and two guys but you're talking two really legit forwards that you can have in part of your top six then yeah okay now you're talking about let's say what's this, what is a seven 13 it's about it's like about six million and some change left over you could can maybe figure something out i mean we're also right. talking they're talking about guys who might be coming up from the chicago wolves too like we're talking yeah. about you know jack jury you know all that you could see guys like from there's chicago a lot of possible 
there's a lot of possible entry level deals that way that'll really really help us out and this is something we were talking about before we started recording too is the fact that it like it will be super super interesting to me once uh preseason and training camp comes around to see which of those players break the roster because we've got a bunch of spots to fill and it, it, it'll be really interesting to see, okay, are we going to fill up those spots with guys who already have NHL experience, who are NHL somewhat veterans, right. or do we rely on our... Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. Strength in our AHL affiliate. And right. go off of that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because like going, you know, going back to our list of like we have Stephen Lorenz as an RFA. Like he'd be a great guy to bring back for a short term deal. He, you know, he like he's really good. You know, he's played really well with the Kansas. He's been here. Everyone loves him. It'd be a great guy to have. You know, come back. He can play all three you know positions in the forward. Wouldn't be a bad pick to keep him around. Martin Nietzsche. I've heard a lot of rumors that. You know, it, he could move on. Yes, he's an RFA and he's only 23, but this is like probably his down season. Which yeah, this was, was definitely was, not his best for his career. No, for sure. I mean, you don't really want to give up a guy who's 23, but it's like when you have some flash in the pans, but you're not really a consistent type forward, you really like you, you really can't slot him on the third line a lot. In the fourth line, you're kind of having him disappear. Because mm-hmm. he's not a fourth, he's like a fourth line guy. Because Rod doesn't play with lines, right? It's just, he, he, I don't think Martin Nietzsche is a is a suitable fourth line guy. Like, right? He's, you see him play in the top six a lot. So, mm-hmm. and Martin Nietzsche is one of those players that kind of gets me a little bit. Just because you look at this past season, this was definitely, like I said, not his best by far. Um, But that's exactly why I bring it up, too, is season before last, he had a fantastic season. So what's to say maybe he's just having kind of an off year? um, And what would that look like if we bring him back next year? Would he pick up tempo? Um, Or do we just kind of cut all ties and be like, best of luck? Yeah, and that's and that's what I'm. I could definitely see it as a possibility of like, we appreciate what you've done, but if we can get some type of haul back for you, rather be a, like a draft pick or two or a prospect, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I've seen a bunch of different stuff where it's like, oh, he could probably go to Vancouver for I think it was like him and like a pick or two for like JT Miller in his last year of his contract, which I think for him it's like like two and a half. Or something like that, because I think it's—I think that's after it's retained from Vancouver. 
So and I was going to say, I mean, and this this might just be my opinion. A bunch of people could disagree with me too, but I'd rather keep a guy with versatility like Stevie Lawrence versus a guy like Martin Natchez because, like you mentioned, Stevie can play anywhere on the forward, like on the forefront that you absolutely need him to. Now, granted, he's not like a first or second line kind of player he's definitely got a lot of work and a lot of space to fill in his experience in order to kind of get to that point but at the same time like he's not a bad player by mm. at all and so like I, I i'd almost rather keep a guy who's got an rfa tie to us sign him he's got more versatility there's more you can do with him if you don't end up getting that left wing that you kind of might need right. versus a martin Natchez kind of player yeah right exactly because steven lawrence is only three years older but like and like you said too like stevie couldn't play left he can play both wings and center so he like you said is more versatile where martin Natchez can't play center and right wing but it's just i feel like stevie like he's got that extra kick yeah, he brought that little extra more, and I think, and honestly, if it is maybe a couple picks, depending on what rounds they are, and Martin Nietzsche's for for a JT Miller in his last year of his contract for a two and a half, I wouldn't be the most upset. I mean, I would I would hate to see Martin Nietzsche's go because he did produce a good number of goals, and oh yeah. Plus, I mean, how can you not enjoy the guy? But it's just one of those good. things too. His stick handling this season, he's got a he he's got a bit of work to do. He's got a little bit of cleanup to do in yeah. that aisle. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So I mean, it would hate to see him go, but I can kind of understand if we can get if we can get like a JT Miller who could potentially get a little bit of a boost to this team, add some quote unquote veteran presence, but you know, give a little something extra, maybe a little bit more refined of what Martin Nietzsche is trying to be. Okay, Absolutely. I I could see that. And like you said, then you add in Stephen Lorenz, and then you're maybe talking, you know, a Jack Drury from Chicago. That's a good set of three guys you have, and that takes up three of your roster spots yep. out of this out of the six forwards you need. And like I said too, then let's just hypothetically say you do go get a Philip Forsberg and you bring back Nita Nita Ryder. Now you're now you're talking about having what two possible spots left open. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at, let's just say, two and a half with that 13, 15 and a half out of the 19. You're looking at about maybe three and a half and some change. So, I mean, it's it's still cutting it pretty close. I mean, but uh, just think of that, too. If you're looking at entry-level contracts, mm-hmm. uh, that's, what, one mil? Uh, that, or uh, how, no, Seth, how much do they normally uh, go for? Seth's ELC is at 894000 Yeah, then, so it, one Jaylen's, mil, if that. So yeah, and Jalen's at seven sixty two and a half. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's it's... we've got more than enough in the bank to kind of handle that if we fill that extra space right. with those uh, affiliate players. Right, and then like Ethan Bear and TDA are both on RFA, so you could whatever their tender is, you could probably tender both of those contracts, and those probably won't be too much either. So I mean, it all depends if you want both of them back. I mean, which I could I could do without one of them. But yeah, that's just no, me. <laughs> no, everyone knows this. I I was even on the uh, I was with uh, House of Jerks and doing a small debate on a TDA, and I said if they tender them, fine. If it's a tender to get picks out of them or tender to trade later, because he actually has a number set to him, I wouldn't be upset if TDA goes. And a lot of yeah. people are like, well, he's you know he's really good offensively and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, well he 
yeah, his defensive might have gotten better because he was because he was with Jacob Slavin. And Slavo, what you know, when I was way to say, you know, he has gotten better, but you know, he's mm-hmm. not going to be one of those guys that's going to throw a team under the bus because he's still technically with the team as an RFA. I still wouldn't. I would not be upset if TD is no longer a Hurricane. No. So it's just... and it, it, like we and it, like with the points that TDA put up, like they're decently sized shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. But you've got two offensive defensemen that kind of come to mind in Brett Pesci and Brady Shea. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, like our well, our top four right now, and that's even including you're including Jalen Chaffield, who did play really well for the Hurricanes when he was up for a good absolutely, bit. and with, and now he's been in Chicago that. To have, let's say, a, a Pesci, Shea, Slavo, and Chatfield top four. You put Pesci and uh, you put Pesci and Slavo back together and do a Shea, uh, Chatfield, or a combination of those four. That's a solid top four. I would have no problem having. Then you bring back Ethan Bear because you know I think he he was gypped out of a season. You cannot convince was. me otherwise. Oh, he was. So I th- and there was like, well, he was healthy scratch for him. Like, well, he was also hurt. That's well, no, it wasn't just the hurt. It was, well, it was COVID, COVID too. COVID no, that's screwed what I'm saying. him up. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying too. Like COVID shortened him and then he got, then he had an injury to deal with. That's why he was a healthy scratch for the whole playoffs. You bring him back, give him the off season to rest up and get ready. There's your five D men. You really only got to bring one more back to fill a six and like have a seventh somewhere. You could easily have a top. You can have a defensive core that has got a mix of your, three big studs in Shea, Pesci, and Slavo, and then you have a com- mm-hmm. and then you have, you know, Ethan Bear coming back. Then you have what Jalen Chaffield and then maybe two other young guys to fill your for your sixth spot and then your seventh guy that you can kind of rotate in. You can mm-hmm. have a pretty good young decor with a couple vet with some veterans that would make it a pretty still a legit defensive unit. Because I was gonna to say aside Right, exactly. And something I was going to mention too is aside from Jalen Chatfield, like I, there there's some great prospects like this this Wolves team is stacked in oh, my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um it, like you've got guys like Joey Keane, you've got uh Jesper Selgren, um the, Max Joey, Lejoie. Yeah, Joey Keane came up and played really well too. So like I said, oh, yeah. you could easily you can easily bring in two other young guys Mm-hmm. from the hl give him a shot or go onto the ufa and get a guy on the cheap that you can easily bring in and slide in there that's like maybe two million or less that's still a productive decor guy yep it's like you like i said you could easily work with that three and a half to still like, like i said you still even bring in like i said a forsberg or you know bring back nino and then you're talking about bringing ethan or bear back on a tender and then you bring in a d-man that's two million or less or two and a say two and a half or less then you're looking at maybe bringing in a couple forwards but like i said you still bring in jack jury and josh levo i mean it's still like it's still a good unit like oh, i yeah. i would be okay with bringing a couple guys from chicago then bringing in a couple d guys that are a pretty good budget you can easily fit in with like a million left in the cap space and mm-hmm. fill up those slots that we have available with bringing some guys back and bringing some guys from the ufa with some splashes like yep. This team could easily still be really good next year with a couple guys to bring in off of free agency and then bringing up some of the guys from Chicago. Mm-hmm. We saw what they did last. We saw what they did during that stretch where we had like what half the team out. 
What was that game against uh, Detroit? Brian, yeah, Detroit. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, well, beat by an AHL team. <laughs> and Jack Drury scores two goals in his first. Oh like, my two god! Games. You go, Jack. Yeah, like I said, the and said the wagon, the Wolves wagon tour continues on. They're going to, they're playing Springfield. So I mean, it's like I wouldn't be upset if we had a couple guys come up from Chicago, and then like I said, whoever you bring in from free agency, that's a pretty decent price tag. It could easily work with this team, and you bring back Ethan Bear and Garrett TDA and whoever he gets back, or yeah. if he somehow does have to stay, which hopefully not, but if he does, it is what it is. But I still think this team could definitely work with that. It's just who does Dumbledore think that they can bring in? Will these guys do these? Like I said, I would love I would love to have giant hockey, but man, that contract you know you're talking at least nine million. Oh like, yeah, and it's that's gonna, gonna be, be an- that's that's tough for yeah. one guy. Like I'd rather, I like I said, I keep bringing this in, but I'd rather have Philip Forsberg and get Nino back for thirteen, and that's that's like an extra four million. But you're bringing two guys back that outside of giant hockey. I mean, like I said, Philip Forsberg's he got he, he got eighty two points in sixty nine games. That's pretty impressive yeah. on a Nash on that Nashville team. Eighty two yeah. points. Imagine imagine him on the second line with the Hurricanes, like. That would be... that would be pretty scary. Oh yeah, that would or even put him on the first line if you want to bring up the if you want to break up the sat line a little bit. You put Forsberg up there with Aho and uh, Tavo. I don't know how willing I am, I would be to do that if I were Rodney. Well, no, I, oh no, I wouldn't either. I'm just saying, you, if you really want to, you know, add an extra little spark or something, or think yeah. about how the power, think of the power play you would the be. The power you, play. You, oh my add, gosh, add, with add, Forsberg add on there. Oh my god, him, him, Jarvis, and uh, Aho, or you know those guys and cut in KK and whoever you pick who you put your fourth forward on for mm-hmm. with your D guy to you know Ethan Bear as a second power play unit I wouldn't be upset at all with that oh, no. like and, so it's great. just one of those things too and I think that's going to play a lot into um who it is we're bringing on who's not currently a hurricane that might be in the next few months is I I feel like Rod's definitely looking for that missing puzzle piece of like you're going to want to find a guy who not only works well with the team but has great skill on the power play because i mean i'm sure a lot of uh fellow fans agree with me in saying that's something that absolutely needs to be like reworked this uh post or this uh off season like go back and watch video like make a (laughs) seance circle whatever needs to happen um it, just like wonder that, whatever we need whatever we need right. to take this because this team was really i mean we had a really the best regular season in franchise history like mm-hmm. the playoffs was yeah you kind of wish we had a little bit of a deeper run but it is what it is when it's like you are kind of down to your third string goalie and you know the road has been kind of a killer so it's just yep. it's one of those things where you know you you learn you move on and you get ready for next year so it's just Going into, you know, going our quick little RFA, UFA, I guess, or so game we're talking about. Um, we, we'll start with Steven Lorenz. RFA, I mean, and he's arbitration eligible too. Yep. So for me, that's like, for me, it's a slam dunk. Bring Stevie back. I don't know if it's a tender or, you know, a cheap deal. Steve Lorenz has to be here. He He's fan favorite. He's good. He brings a lot of... He brings both sides of the puck really well. You know, he stands up for himself, stands up for his teammates. Yep. 
bring him back. That's that's an easy answer for me. Absolutely. And I mean, just looking back on it too, I mean, his the, the total cap hit he brought for the 2021-22 season was 725,000. Yeah. If I'm like, looking at that correctly. Um it, it's just it, like there's he he is going to be a little or worth a little bit more just because this is what his third season with the second. I believe well, it should be more than that. Let me or is it does it that go back to 2017 2018? Uh, oh, yeah. No. So that goes all the way back to 2017 18. So yeah, he's been that, us, yeah. with us for quite a while. His salary has honestly it went down from 2019 20 to t- or 2020 21 yeah he went um, from three years 2.185 to two years 1.45 so yeah it's gone down a little bit but yeah so he's been with the team for five seasons now and yeah. he's never really eclipsed like over seven he hasn't even touched like even 750 in yeah. terms of his cap so i would say you could easily bring him back on an 800,000 or let's say, hey, here's a million because you've been with us for a while and you've been pretty consistent. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. If you want right. to throw them a million, fine. But even if you throw them 800000 for like two or three years, that wouldn't be a bad deal to bring it back. Like I said, that's a, and that's a lot. Of cap room still for the Hurricanes to play with. If you bring right. him back on eight hundred thousand at the most, and even just a million wasn't going to be that bad either. Right, exactly. And just it like seeing as even with the players who still have uh, a few seasons left on their contract, he is easily the most versatile player on the team because no he other really player is. on our team can play all three forward positions. So yeah. you and- you want a guy like that who you can sub in where he's needed. Yeah, and he can play both sides of the plaque really well too. Like his defense right. is really good. His for, his offense is really good. And like even like you know he throws the hands when he needs to. And he, you know he he's a big body that he can really skate really well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of like a Swiss Army knife type guy you want on this team because he'd be a great oh, yeah. third line guy. Or if you want to throw him as a four C if you really wanted to, because you know with depending on what happens with Trocheck what they're gonna do with KK, you're gonna kind of need a fourth line center. And if you want to throw Stevie as your four C where he's mostly played wing, that wouldn't be a really bad option either. Right. If you want to go down that route. So yeah, no, Steven Lorenz is an automatic yes for me. I have, that's not even a straight up debate. That's just, yep. Same here. So, so the other RFA we talked about is Martin Nietzsche's, or at least I, for the forwards. For the forwards. Yes. Um, Martin Nietzsche's. I love the guy. I would, I really don't want to give up on him from only being 23. <sighs> Because, I mean, he's got a lot of years. I mean, he's not exactly – he. I mean, he's not a baby in the yeah. league, but he's not exactly super seasoned either. Yeah, so like I so said, you still – like, yeah, he's played for a couple of years, but it's not like he's 
if he was like this at 26, 27, okay, sure. We can, that's kind of like, okay, easy. Cut ties. Bye, see yeah. you later. But 23, though, see, because I don't want to be like teams like Chicago or Toronto or all these other places where it's like, okay, well, you're not really being productive from us. We're going to send you somewhere else. And it's right. like, you're kind but of giving same, up on him too early. But at the same time, this is Don Waddell we're talking about. So that's also, that's also very true. And <laughs> like, are like you going to want to waste a few mil on a guy who, yes, had a great season during the 21 22 season or the 2021 season, yeah. but had a, like very little no. compared to that this past season? Like, yeah, that's, I, I have. That, that's a tough sell. That's definitely yeah. a tough sell. And I like it's and we talked about it a little while ago. If it's like a couple draft picks and him for GT right. Miller for a half like a 2.5 retained, I wouldn't be upset with that deal. If if we trade Martin Nietzsche, it would have to be kind of a guy that's kind of worth it, that's gonna bring a little bit of addition to the team, not just like a side like a like a level side by side trade. Mm-hmm. It has to be a little bit of a bump forward. If we're going to give up draft capital and Martin Nietzsche's or versus mm-hmm. Martin Nietzsche's and maybe one pick or him and a prospect or something, it right. has to be a deal that kind of makes sense. And it's going to be a projection for the team, not and just it's, a, it's not a sideways move. And it's one of those things, too. Like, he's still a little bit of a chess piece for the Canes, having a, just a little bit of skin in the game, being an RFA. So that's almost something you could use as uh, like in part of a trade as yeah, well exactly. as uh, like trading his rights and mm-hmm. it may be for a guy like we were talking about um where it like if you're looking for that high goal scorer um yeah. maybe looking at a guy i mean i'm not i sh- i feel like i should be more well versed on the guys who con- whose contracts aren't up but are looking to be traded guys like alex debrinkit or players like that which who that that trade That's... would be insane i know getting to bring it though with the fact of what his cap hit's gonna be and the fact that you're gonna have to open up the what the haul is gonna be to get him and then you really are you're gonna be tightening up your cap a lot for his contract that's mm-hmm. gonna be that's a move i would say maybe if kk and Svetch's contracts weren't what they're gonna be right for the next yeah seasons if we're talking significantly less for the two like if you're looking at instead of 7.7 for Svetch and 4.82 4.82 is not bad but you're looking at Mm-mm. 7 7.75 for Svetch and you take his 9.4 percent of your cap granted he is 22 and jkk is only 21 sebastian who's 24 that's just Sorry, just reading the ages of these guys that we have is just absolutely insane. But Andre Svechnikov is a year older. Than a I year am. older. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, my god! Yeah, so I'm just saying, it's definitely you could work out something where you get Alex to bring it, but I just don't. With he how he's high right. price. He he's yeah, high and, price. But like that that I'm just it, like not saying yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's a move that. Donnie Donnie's gonna go for it. Oh right. No, in, yeah, no, in, in saying that, yeah. like that Martin Martin is gonna be a fantastic trade piece if we can make something like that happen for oh, a guy for who's sure. still got maybe a few years left. Yeah, right. Like exactly. If you want to go, let's say go get Jacob Chicken from Arizona. Exactly. Your, yeah. Sharp your decor a little bit, or you know, Clayton Keller. You know, depending mm-hmm. on how how desperate Arizona wants to try to figure out how that's going to work out, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad move either. But it's like there's there's some guys out there that we could get 
for Martin Nietzsche. Like I said, I wouldn't be upset for a JT Miller with one year left, but I want to get one a of those. Like we, we that, either don't need give a draft great, capital. Right. Yeah. We either need a great defenseman or a great scoring forward. Yeah. That's... So like we, unfortunately in all the respect to JT Miller, like it, it's something like I, we, we can make it work if we need to, but like there are priorities, at least I, as a fan have that yeah. he doesn't exactly meet. Right. Exactly. I, guess. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm even a great goal scorer. Like if you got a guy who can at least puck about 20 goals a season and get you about 50 or 60 points, that wouldn't be a bad movie you're getting Marty Nietzsche's, but it's like Yeah. But at the same it. time too, like we've got a ton of those <laughs> on our also team. Also very so. true. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just saying for a guy like Martin Nietzsche, I'm not gonna see him go and get, you know, we're not gonna go get someone like a Willie Nylander or a uh I don't know, you're like a William Carlson or someone like that, or let's say like a Miko Rantanen. <laughs> you know, type type guy. Imagine that. <laughs> Honestly, I want to be upset oh if we say I want to be upset if we somehow get like JT Comfort or something like that. That wouldn't be a bad move to get JT. But I mean, Jesse's brother. I'm just saying, it's like <laughs> Martin Eaches will go for someone. I just don't know if we're going into the caliber of like this guy's going to puck 40 goals a season and yeah. stuff like that. Well, that it, it's not just going to be Martin Martin Natchez's head in the game or skin in the game for that trade too. Like we've got a lot more to give up if we're getting like JT Comfort caliber type guy. Yeah, you're you're talking you're talking like draft picks and prospects possibly. Oh yeah, well. if not another player. So Yeah, that's what, like that's what I'm saying. NHL that's roster. what that's why you're looking more like a JT Miller type or someone somewhere yeah. in the middle. Like, like, say, a Brandon Hagel or someone that's kind of like they can score about 20, 25 goals a season. That can give you a little bit more than what Martin Nietzsche did. But it's like where you're not breaking the bank to get that move done. So it's right. just it's it's a weird area of where he's at, where it's like if you want a great play, you're giving up a lot. If you want someone who's significant, like a little bit better that you're not giving up a lot of draft capital, then you're talking like middle of the road. 25 10 to 20 to 25 goal scorer type guys mm -hmm. so that's just one of those things yep. uh so going through the ufas real quick for forwards we do have max domi i mean a decent addition he, he was huge in game seven around one for boston but i don't really see that's about all we've kind of seen from him i really, really don't see him. yeah i don't really see him coming back that was more of like maybe a, i won't even say that's a significant push that the team had Happened literally, what was it, 45 minutes before the deadline? <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, and and I even tweeted out, like, oh, look at that, no move happened. Because I, I wrote an article about how the, why the, why no move would make sense. And then it's like, <laughs> psych, here's a move. It's like, all right, yeah. thanks. No, it's just yeah, like... I, as exciting it was as it was to see him and his father get super excited about playing for Carolina, it, just... he's one of those players, like, I... The best to him, but I don't see him coming back. Yeah, just with just, what we have, the spaces we have to fill. Yeah, and I and I just don't really see where you fit him in the top six and third mm -hmm. line. Like the third line we have right now is you I, can't that's, mess that's with a, that third line. Yeah, and the bad thing is part of that third line is also UFAs as well. Yeah, that's, so that's that's, part. that's a priority, at least for me, and that kind of gets into him a little bit. But Yeah, right. And then, like I said, we talked about Nina Nita Ryder. I wrote an article about him. He he is the top priority. He has to be the top priority guy to get for mm -hmm. the Hurricanes. You got to bring him back. We even talked about, too, if he, if he came back with another UFA, 
that'd be a great move. Like for me, it's like Nino has to stay in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like, especially just- when you think about it, Jordan stalls in the last year of his contract. And it made me a little sad hearing his uh, exit interview about how yeah. he may be wiping his hands and retiring. I mean, um, or at least that's the vibe that I got. Anyway, he's been in the league for a long time. Yeah, like, he, like it's not like oh, it's been a short stint. Like he is, like yeah, Jordan Stahl is thirty three, but that is a long thirty three, and thirty three yeah. in the NHL is old for hockey standards. But like he's been in the league for like a good over at least 10 years so right had, so if you're he's, if had you're, a, he's had a career so yeah so if you're not just re-signing nino for the fact that a like for the aspect of keeping him and like keeping his continuation of being a carolina hurricane make it so that it, like that that third line the most consistent line that we've had in a few seasons keep that line together like well, the, if, the- if not for Jordo, then just for the team well, for the crazy part though is like Nino didn't play the third line for most of the like for most of the season. It was kind right. of towards the back end. Like he played a lot of top six, and we mm-hmm. like when you swap, we put him in the third line. That third line just absolutely went off in the back oh, yeah. half of the season. So it's like you get, like I said, you get Nino. Let's just in Jordo and me. It's like that's that would be a solid third line to have. So I, for me, you gotta bring back Nino. Like he, he's twenty nine. Plays both sides. He's been solid ever since he came to Carolina for Victor Rask, which it still blows my mind that Minnesota made that move straight up, and that was it. Like, fleece of the century <laughs> for the Hurricanes. Like, my goodness. Yeah. Um, another one, a fan favorite. I like Derek. I like Derek Stepan. He's a he's the ball headed beauty with the headband, just so great. It's shine bright like a diamond. This match oh, likes to say, yeah. It's the fact that he's got that he's got that old man like eighties like vibes where he's got the mm-hmm. sweatband on, no hair, but it's just like it's just. He, I would like. I would like to keep him, but if we keep him, it has to be for a de- like a contract that's not super big, like mm-hmm. what whatever the vet minimum is. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. I was going to say, cause that'd be the one reason that I would, it, that that's the biggest point that I would make for keeping Stepan uh, on the team is the fact that he is a really nice fourth line veteran presence. Yeah. Like you, you that's the kind of a voice you want to have. And he played, he did play decently well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was in and out of the lamp for a little bit towards the back end and, you know, in the playoffs, but that wouldn't be a bad move either to keep, I say, mm-hmm. keep him. But on like whatever the vet- veteran minimum is, or at least at a decent contract where you can still make moves that kind of makes sense, which I think they would. I think Derek wants to stay here. So I could see a deal working out where he's a Carolina Hurricane on a really, really cheap contract that kind of works out for the team, yep. in my opinion. All right, this one. <sighs> Controversial. He's a center and right wing. He played he's, – he's, he's been great since we got him from Florida. Vincent Trocheck, young Tro, he played out of his mind this season, stepped up so much and a lot of clutch goals. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see him go. I really don't know. Oh, Especially like his exit interview was very, very inspiring to me. Like how straight up he was with the answers he was giving to reporters yeah. and saying it like I don't want to go. We have unfinished business. Yeah, like, like that's that that's the kind of attitude that it like you want somebody that can be straight up with the kind of attitude that he's got. Yeah, and 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 I said this weeks before too. Like I think his was like four and a half or somewhere like almost in the five 
for his last year, like his, mm-hmm. this past season. I said I wouldn't be surprised if he would take a lesser contract to stay in Carolina to build more around him because Nino, I, I don't, I'm not really, I don't know the vibe of what Nino wants to do in terms of that. If he would take a lesser of a contract to stay in Carolina, but for me, you kind of get the vibe that that Tro would take a like a, a like not significant where it's like a million or less, but like enough to where it still works out where he's still a Carolina hurricane, right. but still makes the money that he deserves for the caliber that he is. Mm-hmm. So if he's okay with taking a little bit of a decrease to stay in Carolina and make it work. If we can make right that now, work I'm here you, for it. Exactly. Yeah. And I was going to say that was a point that we were kind of talking about like a while ago is if there's a possibility to get both him and Nina re-signed, absolutely oh. i will sign i will write that check myself <laughs> like i i i would love for that start, to happen. start start the start the gofundme to keep right Tro and, exactly keep Tro, like keep tro and nino and carolina just start yes. just, all right here's here's 10 million for both of those guys let's make this <laughs> no let's say let's just say like let's say like eight and a half let's start a venmo a campaign on twitter <laughs> yeah right just like for what they did for ryan harbin for his uh yep. suspension for, for, for flipping off evander kane they started doing a, they started oh, like giving him money let's let's start that to keep nino and Tro. i mean if it like it's we we've talked about it i've talked about it like if there's a way to keep both of them sign me up like i yeah. you need those guys right now especially the fact that you said uh, he said unfinished business and the fact they've been in carolina for a good bit you kind of have to keep those guys here. It it yeah. makes sense. And yeah, does that mean you might not get a Forsberg? You might get someone a little bit lesser than that? Okay, so be it. We'll make it work. It's Carolina. Right. <laughs> it's broad. Something yeah. will work out. Like I said, we'll, when we get into our free agency, when we get closer to free agency and stuff, we'll definitely dive into a lot of like, who could we possibly bring to Carolina? So, but I mean, yeah, if we can get Tro and, and uh, Nino back, I'd be happy about that. So before we go into the defense real quick uh, and before we get close to wrapping up the show, we're going to take a quick second to give our sponsors a little bit of time and some show them some love for being amazing and joining us as our shows of the sponsor. So when we come back, talk about defense a little bit, maybe talk a little bit of little goalies, and then we'll wrap up the uh, episode here of the search cast. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Hey everyone. We'll get back to the rest of the episode. I just want to take a quick minute to talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast, Prime Life Hockey. Level up snacks and in the clutch apparel. First sponsor we have to talk about it has to be the original OG from the day one sponsor. That is Primo X. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner if you're looking for anything from stick tape to stick protectors 
outdoor products, anything you can think of, they you name it, they have it from indoor to outdoor with amazing apparel as well. You gotta check out the guys from Primal X Hockey. Really great group over there. Been to the warehouse, really, really nice. Cannot speak highly enough of these guys. The great thing too is they are based in Raleigh. So if you're in the Raleigh area looking to pick up from the actual warehouse, they can do that. If you're also looking to get your stuff shipped, they also do that as well for free shipping all across the United States. And the best part is, I got a discount code for you guys. So if you go to PrimeWexHockey.com and use the code SEARCHCAP, in all caps, you get 20% off your order. Like I said, you cannot find a better group in terms of just having great hockey equipment and even apparel. We got hats, we got koozies, we got t-shirts, hoodies, all that great stuff. So make sure to go to PrimeWexHockey.com Use the code SEARCHCAST to get 20% off your order. And like I said, you either need to pick up at the warehouse or you can get it shipped. That is how amazing these guys are and is fast. So why not go check out Primax Hockey where, you know, you get all your great hockey equipment and you can support the podcast and support them because shop local, support local. Next sponsor I want to talk about is Level Up Snacks. If you're looking to take your gaming to the next level, make sure to check those guys out because they have really great, amazing you know, drinks, they got watermelon, they got green apple. I, I love a big watermelon guy, but I don't know, that green apple tastes really good. It gives you like good focus, zero calories. Why why not enjoy some you know great hydration while you're playing those games to take your game to the next level with these guys that level up snacks. And the good and the cool thing too is they got snacks coming soon and they got fast delivery. So why not join the level up fam? Go to levelupsnacks.com and if you use the code Search cast. That's right. Another search cast code. You get 10% off your order. Just go to levelupsnacks.com. Use the code search cast to get 10% off your order with some really great quality drinks and snacks coming soon as well. The last sponsor I want to talk about is In the Clutch. If you go to intheclutch.com, where they have amazing MLBPA, MLSPA, NCAA, and vintage sports designs and all Like I said, really great, amazing stuff. They even got hockey on there, too. So if you're looking for, you know, a Cincinnati Sting, or if you want to look for Mighty Ducks, Cincinnati Mighty Ducks t-shirts, they even got the New England Whalers t-shirts. Anything you can think of for hockey, they got them over there. Plus, amazing on the sports as well. And the cool thing, too, is we even got some merch over there as well within the clutch. If you go to their hockey section, look at the search cast, we got a t-shirt, and we got a hoodie. And another great thing, too, is we got another discount code on there as well. If you use the code SEARCH, you get 10% off your order within the clutch. Really great group over there. I cannot highly recommend them enough. Their packs are amazing. Definitely check them out. So remember to go to intheclutch.com and use the code SEARCH to get 10% off your order. So big, massive props to Prime Wax Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and intheclutch.com for being able to help Yes, and like I said, if you guys use SearchCast at PrimeWaxHockey.com, you get 20% off. Use SearchCast at Level Up Snacks for 10% off. And if you use Surge at InTheClutch.com, that's another 10% off. So why not help support the podcast by also helping out the sponsors as well? Now, without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. All right, and we are back. So going over the defense real quick, um, RFA is Ethan Bear. I was going to say, I feel like we've already covered these two. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, Ethan Bear, yes, bring him back. Uh, he he was gypped of most of his season. He's still pretty young. 
uh, he played really well. He put a lot of clutch goals this year for Ethan Bear. Mm-hmm. He loved the guy. I mean, I love the guy. Everyone in Carolina loves him. You keep him. If you don't keep him, him for the play, him. keep him for his hair alone. Oh, the, <laughs> I'm still waiting for Carolina to do their uh, the Creed jerseys for him. Mm, yeah. Sign me up for a Creed jersey, and I'll ask that for a Christmas present from someone <laughs> in my family. Like, give me a yeah. Cree Ethan Bear jersey. Yeah, you keep him. He's he's young. Great energy. You, you slide him into the young core. There's there's your fifth D-man right there with, you know, Chatfield and Shea and Pesci and, and uh, Slavo. There's your five. You can figure out six and seven later on. You bring him back. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a no-brainer move. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, other the other guy we uh, RFA'd about talked about <laughs> a little bit. Um, if he stays, he stays. If he goes, I won't be mad. Nope, wouldn't be mad either. If he stays, all we'll, we'll do what we did this past year: reference by letters only, and talk about everyone else, and give him very minimal coverage. Yeah. So it's just TDA is one of those players where, like, <sighs> especially it, like this was his bounce back season, so he got like the minimum amount like he was signed to what a one mil contract one million dollars for one season that's why he's an rfa and and i even said this too when i was on house of jerks like i would be surprised if he's gonna ask for the bag right exactly he's gonna gonna ask for six and a half seven mil he's not especially with the points and things that he put up this season a record for most assists in a season by a d-man for the hurricane so like he's not gonna hit Dougie Hamilton eight and a half, nine million, but he's gonna ask for about six and a half, seven. I know Don Waddell's gonna be like, not a chance. No. Here's your tenor contract. If you want it, if not, we can ship you somewhere else, or someone can give you a qualifying offer and we won't match. And thank you for the draft picks. So <laughs> he, yeah. he's I think he, I know I think he's gonna ask for too much, and Caroline's not gonna they're not gonna take that because there's no mm-hmm. way. Like you you're not gonna give a guy like him six and a half, seven million for one good season. Like, I'm sorry, right. that's just and the fact that you have all these other guys you got to worry about too, TD yeah. is not the guy I want to you know break the bank for to keep him here mm, in Carolina. No. We have, with all the other defense we have down there in Chicago or guys we can get off a of free agency. There are guys. I mean, it. just look at how Jalen Chatfield played when TDA was injured. I mean, yeah, exactly. Easily, I mean, it might take a little bit of work, and there's maybe a little bit more development to do in some areas of uh, Chicago's D men. But their TDA shoes are, or TDA skates, I guess, in this case, yeah. are skates yeah. that we can fill. Well, we also have Tim Gleason is our, is our D-man coach. I mean, I'm not really too worried about that when you have Gleese as, oh, yeah. uh, as, as one of your assistant coaches who was there for the 06 Cups. I'm not right. too worried about it. Um, other D-men, we got two more. Ian Cole, UFA, he's 33. He plays both sides. And then Brandon Smith, who surprisingly does play both sides. But it's also left as a left winger uh, on cap friendly. They are both 33. Ian Cole, <sighs> I can do without Colorado. You can have him back. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I mean, he was pretty clutch in, in the second round for the Rangers, especially the first couple games. But I, I get what you're I saying. I will give it's, him that. But the way that yeah. the man ate penalty minutes. He ate a lot of penalty minutes. Yeah, that, and they're that, just unnecessary penalties. That, I, that yeah. really was the Achilles heel. I think that's what really set the penalty kill to go back so much in the playoffs because it mm-hmm. was regular season's one thing, but that was too many mm-hmm. for Between the him playoffs. and Fetch, it oh, just... Too and, many, and, yeah. yeah, it's just... It's, 
it, it's something yeah. I'm willing to do without. And I mean, yeah, his physical presence on the ice is fantastic. And yeah. I think we could definitely use a guy like that on defense, just not a guy who's taking that many penalties. Yeah. Maybe it like if, if there were a perfect mix between Jacob Slavin and Ian Cole, give him to me please like we, we could pesci. use a guy like that i mean besides if we could do another yeah. red pesci yeah i, yeah, I just, just ate like i i hey, feel hey, like brian, hey brian <laughs> can you play hockey i just it, it's one of those things where like i feel like that's something we're really lacking on um, yeah this team compared to other teams in the nhl is that physicality aspect yeah and yeah you saw a little bit of it especially in uh round one of the playoffs like the hurricanes i don't know what the bruins did uh but they really brought the physicality out of the hurricanes but yeah. that's not a full season occurrence like no it's really it, not. like it's it's something i would like to see if we can bring it like the kind of players we can bring on if we can bring on players that have that physicality aspect to bring to that's that's where you're kind of talking like okay what do we do with do we try to go for jacob Chickering? do we go for john klingberg is there mm-hmm. guys that we can possibly trade for or who was ever a free agency that we can bring in, but that's, you know, that'll be up for a later episode, but yeah, I can see I, Ian Cole. I w- I'm going to kind of clump them together. Ian Cole and Brandon Smith. I want to be upset if they weren't hurricanes, like nothing against yeah. both of them. They played, they did their roles. Brandon, Miss, Brandon Smith did step up when, you know, Ethan bear went out and he played a lot of minutes, but even then Brandon Smith wasn't like, you know, lights out. Like he was like, you know, otherworldly. It yeah, was some- just, he had a, a few fantastic moments oh, and fantastic did. goals, but it's just, it, it's one of those things. Like there are uh, other, he, he did not do like other, there's other teams in our fan base is like, Oh, he's good, but he's not consistent. And it's like, right now I think we kind of need a, a consistent six on defense that game in and game out. Yep. I'm playing really well. Like the, where you see shutdowns, like how Tampa's shut down, how Boston for the most part was also the same way. Colorado was a shutdown defense. Like, we yep. kind of like we we're kind of top four heavy on our defense, and I feel like we kind of need to shore up the bottom. With the, mm-hmm. that last pair, needs to get a little bit more paired up and you know tightened up a little bit. Then I think yep. you're looking at a six that could really work out, and then you have like a seventh guy that you can swing in. Like you keep if you want to keep Brandon Smith and use him as your seventh or Ian Cole, okay, bring one of them back. As I, your I'd seventh, probably but, put Smitty above Ian Cole, but that's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, like you bring Brandon Smith as your seventh and be like, all right, you're just going to come in and give guys you know, breaks. Okay, we'll go with that. But, I mean, if they both don't come back, I wouldn't be upset about it. It's just we kind of need a more consistent six on defense. But, yep. But pretty much that's it. That's all the other UFAs, RFAs we got. A good mix of guys we want to keep, guys we're not going to be upset about leaving. Um, I did figure to bring up the goalies earlier. Uh, Freddie Anderson, four and a half in his last year. Anthony Ronta, $2 million in his last year, but they're you know going to be UFAs after next season. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to be a fun episode next year when we have to recover this. Especially but. talking about Jake Gardner, too, bringing yeah. him back to the limelight a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And with his $4 million that he missed the whole season for, so I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah. But before we go, um, yeah, so you know, before we wrap up the episode, Bailey, where can everyone find you on the uh, socials? 
um yeah so for the millionth time yep well hey welcome to the co-host spot you're gonna be saying this, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of things you're gonna be repeating but you know yes. what it is what it is so yeah on twitter which is where i'm most active you can find me at uh bailey curtis and that's bailey with two y's spelled the correct way b-a-i-l-e-y-y curtis um, I'm super active on there. Um, please, if you've got hockey takes, whatever, definitely shoot me in DM. I love talking with anybody. Civil conversations, please. Um, but I love <laughs> yeah. talking hockey with anybody who loves the game, who is interested in getting into the game. So definitely uh, shoot me a DM and let's talk some hockey. I'm not as active on Instagram, but you're more than welcome to shoot me a message over there as well. That's just Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, and I also, with my lovely co-host here, help run the Belly Up Hockey Twitter account. Uh, so if you're looking for a cool place to kind of keep up with anything hockey related, not just NHL, but you got AHL, uh, IHF stuff uh, going on over there as well, definitely check that out. Yeah, for sure. We got a lot of cool stuff going over there as well. Yeah, we actually have a, a tracker going on right now of how the series is going for the cup final. So you definitely want to keep an eye out for the bio. Got some cool countdowns. We got a lot oh, yeah. of cool... We got a lot of cool stuff coming down the uh, pipeline too for the off season stuff. A lot of uh, really cool trivia and a whole bunch of cool stuff. I'm really excited about. But yeah, oh, yeah. make sure to check out Belly Up. Uh, you know, Belly Up Hockey. Um, you can find me at One True Zach. That's O N E True Zach. Um, that's where you can catch me on a lot of my Hurricanes takes or hockey takes in general. Uh, pl- you know, sprinkle in a few other things as well. D and D, baseball. You know, women definitely some women's hockey too with you know the whale and all that for PHF um but yeah you, but you can check out the podcast at the search cast we do have a link in our bio for our link tree we can catch you know where you can find the podcast to listen to also check out our amazing sponsors like i said prime Lux hockey level up snacks and the clutch apparel and also make sure to check out canada dips um as well that's more of a whole belly up brand thing that we're doing with them so if you use 20 percent off um it's a 20 percent off discount code if you use belly up 20 on your checkout so make sure to go check that up as well but uh bailey this was a lot of fun this is your first episode out the with the host spot next to your name so how, how oh, yeah. do you feel for your first episode as the unofficial official host yet for season before season two i mean if it's if uh moving forward if it's as much fun as this one was i'm super excited for what's to come <laughs> Oh, definitely excited for sure. Yeah, the off se- I think the offseason is going to be a great way to get everyone ramped up for, you know, next season. Then, like, we're this actually be our first full season coverage because we start. I started this back in February. So yeah. to get a full season next year. With excited a to be on the ride for that, yeah. Yeah, right. This is going to be a lot of fun. It seemed like a lot of people were pretty stoked on the socials when uh, that announcement got dropped on oh, yeah. Monday. So, and just a, like to everybody listening, thank you guys so much for all the support um, and me taking on this role. I'm super, super excited to uh, help uh, Zach in bringing content to you guys. Yeah, so. we, have, we, have a, we have a lot of great stuff coming down the pipeline as well. Like I said, we got video episodes are going to start dropping too. So like right now we're kind of recording our stream here. We're kind of like working on our layout for the, how it's going to look on the mm-hmm. YouTube. So right now it looks pretty nice. I'm kind of excited to see how that works out. Video it's just, editing, but we, <laughs> we've also editing. only got two people. Uh, so if yeah. we have one or two uh, guests on, that's going to be an interesting kind of yeah, mess around with this yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. But no, I'm really excited for that. And thank you to everyone, you know, come to listen to the podcast. I know we got a lot of stuff that's, you know, wrapping up season one here a little bit. I think season two is going to start the week after the cup final. So we got, 
about maybe one more episode of season one before we kick off into season two and all the good stuff. But until then, and until episode 23, I'm Zach, along with my good friend Bailey. We'll see you next time here at the Search Cast. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.